welcome to the Platform Comics Podcast. My name is Tucker. The person I'm interviewing today, their comic is coming out tomorrow. It's called Beckstar, and it's being drawn by a guy named Lorenzo Colangeli. He was the winner of last year's 10K Challenge, which is the competition that we're getting ready to start right now. So I'm not just interviewing him because he was the winner of last year's competition, but when I talked to Mad Cave Studios about being a sponsor this year, which they are, um, they mentioned that they found Lorenzo because he had won the competition last year. And now the comic they've been working on through all of uh, like 2020 is finally coming out. It's called Beckstar. And uh, they wouldn't have found him without a uh, platform. And that's not me to be like, you know, blow smoke up my own ass. No, we've had a few people get success from the competition who they were discovered because of it. And that's absolutely 100% my goal with Platform Comics is to get to be a stepping stone where people who haven't been discovered yet can get their work out there, get a little notoriety, and hopefully use that to make connections either with publishers or even other writers and artists and anybody they can collaborate with. So hearing people who won the competition, you know, get real life work out of it is like, amazing. It's, it's what I love to hear. So Lorenzo's story is interesting. He is getting his first published comic, you know, right now. And he's also got a couple more published comics coming out, one with Scout Comics. And so he's at a stage where he's not by any means, you know, the most sought after artist, but he is ahead of where a lot of people currently are. And so hopefully the things that he shares can help people who, you know, don't have that, you know, bit of experience that he has. Because he is currently making a living as a comic book artist. And for a lot of people, that's, you know, a huge step to be able to, like, call it your full-time job. I think one of the reasons he's been successful is because he incorporated so many other worlds of art. Him doing storyboards and understanding, like, camera angles and things like that. And how, in movies, people use the camera to, to tell the story in a specific way. And when you're an artist drawing layouts, it's very similar of, like, where is the, the perspective from? You know, where is the audience how are they seeing this? So if you're hearing this, Beckstar issue number one is out in comic book shops and online. Go check it out. Metcave is also holding their annual talent search. I don't think they've released the exact date, but they said it's going to be pretty soon after the 10K challenge is finished. I know a lot of the people who submit their comic to Platform Comics is going to be a lot of the same people who would submit to the talent search. So if you're listening to this, look into that it's really cool that's that's their way of finding talent to work with uh work with them so this is my interview with lorenzo calangeli the reason i wanted to talk with you is number one mm -hmm. you were the winning comic last year in the competition yes. um, but also yes. this year mad cave studios is a sponsor and you mm -hmm. have a comic with them and when i was talking to them about being a sponsor they said that they actually found you because of the competition. Yeah, yeah, they, they found me because of the, um, the 10K of last year. So you knew that, so they told you that we found you from, I didn't know if you knew that, I didn't even know that. No, no, they actually told me, they told me uh, uh, the first email. Uh, <laughs> like they contacted me uh, saying, hey, dude, we, we, just, uh, we just look at your work in the, uh, the 10K contest, uh, I saw we, you, you were in the... No, actually, they, they contacted me when uh, the finalists got out. I didn't win yet. I, oh, I didn't okay. know I, I won yet. Yeah, yeah. That's the, cool. They were like uh, super straight. J they just see the, um, the pages I did for the contest and they just contact me. It, it was awesome. I mean, like, it's so unexpected, really. 
I mean, it, it was really cool to hear because for me, that's the whole reason why you know I started the competition was for that is for people to get discovered. And mm -hmm. has has there been any other people who've contacted you at all because of from from winning the competition? Well, not uh, professional. Uh, I mean, not professionally speaking, but uh, many people uh, wrote me for compliments. I mean, people that uh, I didn't know and that uh, discovered me because of the the contest. Not not professional contacts, but uh, with Medcave was like a big catch for me tomorrow there's the the launch of backstar the the comic book that i did with matt cave is my first publication so you, you made my uh, you made my life actually <laughs> that's it, awesome it that's another question for me is you know this competition can exist with the internet edge and i've talked to other people who are artists working in europe or i did an interview mm -hmm. with um aditya who's a letter very successful letterer and lives in india and i don't think that could have ex happened even 10 15 years ago or, you know, no, and, not and, at all. I and, mean, I work I work in um, with Americans, U.S. and France, uh, not Italy, because uh, here we don't have that much money, you know, as a reward uh, for for the artists. I mean, I can I cannot make a live, you know, out of the payments here in Italy, but I can with America and and France, and it's all because of, of internet. Because if it wasn't for internet, I would never. Um, <laughs> I couldn't ever work with uh, with my drawings, you know, with my art. And and when you say the internet, do you mean specifically like social media, or is there something that that has helped you with connecting with other people in other countries? Well, yeah, mostly for um, the social media. Social media are uh, helping me having uh, commissions, you know, all around the world. I can have uh, I can run uh, a shop online, which I mean, it allows me to uh, to send stuff to other countries in the world uh, without spending that much money. It's uh, it's all because of internet. I live in a country, for example, that doesn't support artists that much. So I mean, I, I got uh, like just uh, two days ago, Brian Kessinger from Disney uh, shared um, uh, one of my works on his uh, Instagram. I don't know him at all, and he just know he just knew me because of uh, Instagram. So you mentioned um, commissions as an artist, and I know for for artists that's mm -hmm. a big deal. Like even yeah, even yeah, very yeah. successful artists are still doing commissions, and they go to conventions mm -hmm. and stuff. Is that something now where you get it pretty steady, and you can make some decent money with that? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a very easy way to for us to uh, to experiment first of all and yeah to gain extra money i mean one of the reasons i'm interviewing you as well is that you're not a very super famous artist or anything not yet yeah but you have but you have experience that a lot of people don't have and you you have a, like some a little bit of published work and you do you get paid for commissions and things and maybe there's other artists who who have never had a commission. So how did you start doing commissions and how were you able to start making a little bit of money and getting people to actually want to buy, you know, your art? Instagram did uh, had a really big part in, in all of this because with Instagram, uh, I, I get the chance to be reshared by very big accounts. They just noticed me and they reshared my work it's crazy and it's unexpected. Everything is happening so quickly and escalating so quickly that um, I, I can also have, you know, problems organizing all the, the stuff that is happening uh, right now. 
I also did, you know, some portfolio just for fun. And then it got ready now. I did a Lord of the Rings collection. People started asking me for prints of, of, of those uh, of those stuff and asking me original work also. Was that something you thought like, I'm not going to try to promote it. So I'm just going to try to make something really cool that is easy to share. No, I, I my series that got really, you know, uh, that got really success on the internet are the the ones that I didn't thought that would have been so, you know, so reshared. And uh, I mean, of course, I thought of the Lord of the Rings because it's a really famous topic. But I I'm in love with the with the books and the movies, so it's something that I really enjoyed. So so this Mad Cave comic is the first published on the shelves comic but you've obviously made other other comics so what were those were there just before i did um some mostly proposals but since i started to work with mad cave life got uh, pretty busy uh, right now for example i'm working with france on uh, a project that is uh, that is going to be published on 2022 and another one with uh, with scout comics when mad cave contacted me with uh, uh, saying that they saw my my pages on um on the contest they were like the the first serious and you know meaningful professional pages i did and i think yeah that those are the pages that are actually i am actually proud of so tell me what is it like working i mean you, you don't have experience working with a lot of publishers but how is it like working with them and what's the the technical aspects like how do they send you the scripts and when do they expect you to get the art you know, for somebody who's never worked with a publisher, um, how has your how has your experience been? It was amazing. I recommend Medcape to everyone because they are. I mean, I probably I got lucky, but I was uh, in the best team ever. Joe and Chris. Joe is Joe Corallo is he was amazing and he's the writer and the editor was Chris Fernandez. We we really worked together pretty nice. How does it work when you're doing a series like that, multiple issues? Do you have all the scripts at the beginning? Or are they sending you one at a time? They, they just saw me, sent me um, the subject, a really brief uh, summary of all the story. Um, no, then they started sending the script for each issue. And I actually uh, disco started discovering stuff uh, about the story with the, with the scripts because there were, you know, fixes and uh, editing uh, in the meanwhile. Uh, and it was nice because it it's it was like reading uh, the comic myself. You know, I was like, "Oh my God, see what, <laughs> what's going on? That's that's cool." Yeah, yeah. So you knew you, you knew basically where the story's going, but you didn't know what you were going to be drawing until you started. Yeah, some like the major the major plot twist is I I didn't know anything about that. Uh, I just discovered that uh drawing <laughs> when they give you the script how long did they how long do you have to submit all the all the artwork i had uh six weeks six weeks per issue so uh, the the first block was the layouts the second block was the inks uh and this, the last one is the the final version with the colors yeah they need they needed to be approved you know the layouts the inks and then the the, the final version it was also you know uh, a, dis a discussion uh, uh, we were discussing all together. It was not something you know they were ordering me. How, how what has been your experience with coming up with like a visual style for for a comic? Working with writers, uh, it's uh, you know a, a huge responsibility. I think it's something that people like the that, that writers put a lot of their hearts and their soul in, in what they're writing. So we have the the huge responsibility to bring 
their inside uh, with our inside. So it's cool. I, I it's something that I really like. And and with, when it came to like Beckstar, did they did Joe ha- have an idea of how he wants to look? And he said, "Here's what I liked. Here's some comics that I like, and I wanted to look like that." Or did he say, "Just do whatever you want"? He did, but he also told me to do whatever I want. I mean, he just gave me some examples, but he he let me free in uh, in, in every aspect. I mean, of course, I studied other um, other comic books, but I wanted to be my my personal first attempt to do something. So it's uh, I mean, I felt I felt really free with uh, with them, and this is uh, this was really cool. I never felt a, a cage around me, you know. And, and so you mentioned that. You know, you look at other comics and stuff for inspiration, but then you want it to be your own. Yeah. When a lot of people start, whether you're a writer or artist, at the beginning, you're kind of just copying other people and then slowly you develop. And so do you think now, I mean, I know you're also somebody who's still developing, obviously. Was there a point where you started to see your own style and you say, this is like me, this is this feels like something I make versus I'm just trying to look like somebody else? Well, it's not even looking uh, looking like somebody else. Uh, it's just that you know, uh, I looked at my um, at my work and I was like, I am not there yet. Not something of uh, no, this looks too much like that artist that I studied. It's just that I felt that well, I I needed to improve uh, and uh, I needed to to work more because that was not the result that I that I was aiming. I had this problem at first that I was really uh, into. A lot of different styles. Uh, if you look at my Instagram, uh, like my old posters of from last year or maybe two years before, uh, they are like uh, there, there is no stylistic coherence. In <laughs> I mean, they, they are all the the drawings. Uh, each one of them is totally different, and I was like lost. You know, I was like, uh, will I ever find <laughs> myself? I am starting to to see some of myself in what I'm doing right now. But Backstar was was the very beginning of something that it's uh, uh, that I am processing right now, actually. It, it was um, a continued discovery. And I think that I'm going to try different approaches with the new comic books that I'm doing right now. And are the people that you look up to that, that inspire you and are they more illustrators or the comic book artists or who, who are the people? What world do they come from? I studied a lot of the car- cartoonists like Dan Tartakovsky from Samurai Jack. Uh, I am in love with uh, with him, and I I mostly study illustrations and um, and and cartoonists uh, more more than comic book artists. I am lucky because um, a lot of my my skills in um, in the storytelling comes from the cinema. When I was uh, a teenager, I studied a lot of cinema, studying the compositions of the the, di- the directors, the, all the different directors. So my my very huge inspiration when I do comic books comes from uh, uh, directors such as um, I don't know Tarantino, um, Kubrick. Um, I am more into that kind of work. So I I, uh, I arrived to comic books passing on another path, not <laughs> not the comic books. And so, how much do you think about that when you're when you're doing your layouts? Um, yeah, all the time, all the time. Is there any special tricks or something you, that help you, or do you just kind of try a lot of things? Yeah, for the layouts, I really imagine the the comic books as a, um, how it would look like if it was a cartoon. So I I imagine to have the the camera, and I imagine the 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 camera movements when I uh, when I draw and. 
and I try, I don't know if if I do that uh, the way I imagine, but I try to represent with the panels and the cuts of different panels, the camera movements. I really, I really think in a uh, cinema way, you know, in a, in a movie way, more than a, than a comic book way. And that is also um, a handicap that I have because um, sometimes I forget to play a lot with the panels. I imagine more like uh, the storyboards, you know, like the, the classic frames. Uh, so it's something that fortunately I, I am conscious of that. So uh, when, I, when I do the first, uh, you know, very rough version of the layouts, uh, I just look at them um, once again and try to play more with the panels. Maybe, you know, doing something with no backgrounds or maybe adding some stuff crossing the, the, the panels, uh, but thinking every time uh, as uh, a cartoon, as uh, a movie, uh, as uh, trying to represent the, the camera movements with the, with the panels cut. Since you have all these other interests with, with, as an artist, you know, illustration and character design and storyboards or whatever, is it, now that you're, you know, getting work in the comic book world, you know, for a lot of artists, they want to they want to be drawing for Marvel comics and DC, and they just want to be making the biggest comics in the world. Is that a goal for you, or is it? You know, I I love comics, but I also want to you know do design work and illustrations. Is it? My dream is to work in the the field of animation uh, as a, as a concept artist or maybe a character designer. So I am pointing all the uh, you know all the, my efforts uh, also in doing comic books to use uh, maybe some panels or something like that in a portfolio that I can send to to the majors of animations. My goal is to work with, uh, not with Marvel, but with uh, Netflix or maybe uh, DreamWorks, Warner Bros. Uh, I am I am pointing to that. That is my, uh, my Everest, you know, <laughs> not to, I mean, uh, a comic book is uh, the, one of the most beautiful way of, uh, kind of arts uh, Ever, ever invented by man, I think. Uh, it's just that, you know, something that uh, I, I feel more uh, confident with, uh, with the animation world. I, and creating characters is my, my favorite thing, uh, really. It's, uh, I love creating characters, so. If you have any advice for the people, they're about to start in a couple of weeks, the 10K. Any advice for people who have seven days to make a comic, especially for the artists? Uh, yeah. You can live, you can survive without without having a shower for 10,000 10, meters. <laughs> <laughs>